0: Previously, on Fantastic Worlds Podcast.
1: The wisps, however, do not stay contained for long, and each of them shoot out towards all of you. Abraxas, you hear someone behind you calling your name. Hillrunner! Hill runner.
0: Odessa's kind of just looking at the keys a little, and then looking at Jim. Seeing peasants attacked by a giant creepy bug is Pippa's least favorite thing, even with the guy in its mandibles.
1: <laughs> oh, I am unconscious when when minette falls on her back it's like a turtle trying to get up
2: i'm like oh all this armor jesus <laughs> i'm so cold get
1: me up after a few seconds a tall blonde woman of similar size and shape to minette actually walks up to all thank you very much for saving us i am forever in your vet
0: I mean, so she's gonna, gonna, like, look behind her at where he's, like, still eating the prank mantis and just kind of shrug.
1: Some men accosted me on my route. I I play at a nearby village.
0: The best lies come from things that people think of themselves. Odessa
3: groans and, like, lays her head back and is like, okay, here it comes.
0: It's, I don't know, I don't lack people who do magic. They scare me. And now I can
1: do it. You hear Pippa all of a sudden coming from Jim's mouth? Yes, if you have anything you can ask, I'd be more than happy to answer. World's Travelers, Dustin the Dungeon Master here, or some of you like to call me Game Dad. First off, I'd like to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, at least those who celebrate. And those who don't, happy normal day, I guess? The next item, I just wanted to let you all know that the World's Traveler contest ends end of day, November 30th. For those of you who haven't heard, the World's Travelers contest is if you go on our social media, either Instagram or Twitter, and make a post to help spread the word about the Fantastic Worlds podcast, and puts our Twitter or Instagram handle in there, and uses the hashtag World's Traveler, we will put you in a contest to win a t-shirt from our merch store. Any of the t-shirts on there, you can choose. Just let us know, and we'll send it out your way. And with that, I think you guys should all have a very very happy holiday and i am going to introduce to you episode 16 the raven himself is raucous so when we last left our adventures pippa you had a little bit of a surprise right
0: yeah apparently jim wasn't just saying gibberish things this whole time what? apparently those were actually words and whatnot
1: did you guys actually think that adessa was just pretending that her bear could talk
0: no i mean you know i knew that the bear moved And stuff, but I think Pippa thought there was a certain element of, like, comfort.
1: (laughs) So you didn't think it was, like, a Wookiee situation where she could sit there and understand everything Jim had to say, and everybody else is like, why does, what is, I don't understand him.
0: Or an Ewok. Yeah. I think Ewok is a more appropriate. I'm gonna scream. Mm -hmm. I love analog. so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when we last left you... You heard Jim and in a, and I would point this out to you guys as players, but in a much different voice than what Kay hears, you hear in this very civilized tone, yes, Pippa, I would be more than happy to discuss anything you would like to know. Adessa, you actually hear this as like, Pippa, I can
0: talk to you now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Pippa's just going to blink very slowly, shake her head a little bit like a dog shaking off water. And then look at Odessa. Your bear talks. Did you? I mean, I've never seen him talk to anybody else other than, like, my dad before, but I'm sorry, did you think he didn't talk? I thought you just, you know, like, understood him on, like, a a psychic level. I mean... Also, why is he talking to me? Hi, Hi, Jim. We've never actually been properly, uh, introduced.
1: Yes, Pippa. I do not know why I can all of a sudden talk to you. It is very interesting. Odessa, uh, roll me a perception check. You notice demonic runes all over Jim now.
3: <laughs> that is a whole 14 points.
1: <laughs> you notice that the ruby part of Pippa's comb is glowing just slightly.
3: So Adessa is going to tilt her head to the side and lean forward a little bit and inspect it a little closer Pippa, do you know that your
0: comb is glowing? Does it glow typically? Not usually. But I gotta say, a lot of very unusual things have happened to me today. Which of this, this is actually my favorite. This is my favorite thing that's happened today. (laughs) Out of all of the weird shit. I mean...
3: Talking to a teddy bear who always makes me feel better.
0: Peppa reaches up into her hair and takes out her comb and kind of turns turns it over. And it's like eyeball on the ruby. She's like, I had actually forgotten that it had turned a different color.
1: Do you have detect magic, Apps? Mm-hmm. Why don't you roll me, uh, do that and roll me a spellcraft.
0: That was a 13 on spellcraft.
1: You detect magic and you kind of focus down on it and you realize that... It's kind of faint that Ruby is a faint divination glow. And I think between the two you kind of realize that picking up just a here and there, you kind of in the back of you go this is kinda of like the spell how the spell tongues works. And um just to kind of break it down basically once per day you can cast tongues now.
0: Which means that I can understand animals or understand foreign languages being spoken to me.
1: Or both. Basically, the spell grants the creature touched the ability to speak and understand the language of any intelligent creature, whether it is a racial tongue or a regional dialect. The subject can speak only one language at a time, although it may be able to understand several languages. So it didn't work exactly like the spell works in this situation. But whatever happened, something with Jim and something with your conversation activated it. And now it, it functions that
0: way. Well, this day just keeps getting stranger and stranger. I mean... Do you,
3: do you want to... I don't know, Jim, what do you have to say?
1: I don't have much to say right now. I've just I, realized that you could hear me.
0: I do have several questions. So I'm going to ask him before uh, this wears off, whatever it is. Did you know that man? He certainly knew you.
1: Odessa asked me a similar question, and I do not know him. I just felt compelled or like... He's somebody from my past, and I do not know where he came from. It just felt the need to help him. Like, kind of like the feeling of an old friend.
0: And Odessa tells me her father created you. Do you have any memories before that?
1: My first memory is Odessa as a small girl holding me tightly. And I don't remember much before that. I think I existed before that... But it's kind of just a fuzzy, wuzzy memory.
0: A fuzzy, wuzzy memory. <laughs> wow. Odessa's just
3: giggling. You're so dumb, Jim.
1: <laughs> Quite right, Odessa. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, I yeah, am. <laughs> <laughs> Creepiest teddy bear that's ever existed. Oh, my God. No, he's so
3: much cuter than that. <laughs> is making him sound like Chucky.
4: <laughs> I, I just watched that today. <laughs> Let me try again.
3: Good taste.
1: You go. Yeah, yeah I am, Nadesa. We're best friends.
0: There we go. That's better. So much cuter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, is there is there something else I should be asking, Jim? I can't. He doesn't remember, so I don't know.
1: After, after a minute, you know, I, I think he realizes you're kind of dumbfounded. He's like, we can talk at other times. And he comes up and just gives you a big hug. And then goes back and hops back on Odessa's shoulder.
3: I think that was kind of new to both of us because uh, up until like two minutes ago, I was pretty sure I was the only one who could talk to him. So This has been a day. We've had a day. Yeah, man. We've had a day. I think perhaps I need to lay down. I think that's wise.
0: Even though, Jim, if you wanted to, I was promised earlier this morning that there would be time to snuggle Because I'm still feeling a little weird. If Jim, if you wanted to keep me company.
1: Jim looks over to Odessa.
0: Odessa just shrugs and says,
3: Buddy, if you want to sit out here in the cold and cuddle with Pippa, all the power to you. I am going to snuggle up with Abraxas because he is currently a giant, fluffy, soft-eared good boy. And that is all I want.
1: So Jim hops off your shoulder and goes and sits in Pippa's lap. And I'm guessing Odessa goes to bed.
3: Yeah, is literally just going to like curl up next to a praxis. like you do when you have a very, very large dog and you're like, you are Little
0: Spoon now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think Pippa, with her kind of newfound, I don't know, being able to kind of sense magic and just kind of the flow of energy uh, through things, I think she's going to try a quick spellcraft on Jim. Okay probably nothing that was a 15
1: yeah you you know that he is a construct of some sort that's about all you pick up you know it's going to take a lot more research to understand what is jim Um, i don't even think odessa fully knows what jim is
2: i think that's the major question of this whole story what is jim what is jim Jim. the f (laughs) is
0: jim
1: (laughs) So Pippa, you're sitting there, um, you know, there's a fire close by because there's no way you would survive probably out in the cold. What does Pippa think about while, while, you know, kind of sitting there the last few hours before the the sun comes up?
0: Well, I think because, you know, she she and Odessa had a conversation just about a a few of the things that had happened to her and that vision before magic suddenly awakened in her and... But she's, she kept the, the whole vision of her mother's death to herself. So I'd say that that is very much what she's thinking about uh, right now, kind of gazing out into the darkness and thinking about, you know, she'd had her guesses about how her mother had died, but she'd never really, really seen it. She definitely hadn't been there when it had happened. So I think right now she's thinking a lot about her mother and about where she would have gotten this freaking comb. And... <laughs> What it, might be, what it might be and whether or not like her newfound power is coming from the comb or for, from something else
1: or maybe a little bit of both
0: sure or maybe a little bit of both
1: <laughs> as the sun begins to pierce overhead over the, the snowy hills for the first time in I'd say probably a while you actually feel a natural warmth from something the sun is giving away that the heavy storm that hit that night has cleared up so it's just the, just the sun hitting you Um, So even in the cold, you feel that nice warmth that comes from the sun. Slowly, the camp begins to wake up. Uh, Nadia's team starts to break down the camp to start heading out. Um, She comes to all of you. I imagine all of you are starting to wake up as well. Uh, And she goes, the storm had passed. We must get moving. You notice that Nadia has deep, dark circles under her eyes, like someone who has been crying and did not get much sleep but her actions and her movements do not show the fatigue of a woman who has been through as much as you all imagine she's been through.
2: I think Manette immediately offers Nadia a very quiet hug off to the (laughs) side of everyone. I'm sorry, and, you know, we're here for you, and I know we just met, but I hope you're doing okay. (laughs) And sort of says all that to her and, and lets her go, and then, you know, says whatever she can do, she'll do it.
1: She gives you a a small smile and thanks you. Yeah, you get on the way. You know, you've entered what would be a a valley of snow. There's no The trees are on the outskirts. And it's nice because you guys have been going through trees and forests constantly. So to have a nice, clearer opening uh, has been really nice. And this is going to be an all-day travel. Nadia has told you as much. You guys are kind of together. You're kind of grouping up. Um, Nadia says you guys don't really need to keep watch. That's what her men and women are for. Her team is to keep watch on things. She tells you guys to be prepared. So you guys are traveling for a while. And what you notice, though, is that you're in this valley. The snow starts to get a little deeper. I'd say it's about three feet tall. Uh, Pippa, how are you doing with that snow?
0: Well, I'm not going to lie. The snow is taller than her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shorty. (laughs)
0: So she's doing about as well with the snow as you might expect. I think that she's trying to walk in the way, in Manette's wake. (laughs) Whatever path (laughs) Minette has carved through the snow is where Pippa is doing her best to walk. She's been a halfling in a human-sized world her entire life. And so she has learned certain compensating techniques for that. And then also she never... She doesn't like being treated like a child, um, which is how a lot of humans kind of default to treating her because she's so small. She's very much trying to stiff up her lip it.
2: Yeah, Minette has hella noticed that she's like following in her wake and is trying to kick more snow out of the way. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so she's just being very prideful. Just like not acknowledging it, but just being like, mm-hmm, yep, kick Oh, this is just how I move normally. I just fine. always do this.
1: <laughs> that actually reminds me. Why don't you all roll me a fortitude save, except for those that don't need to. Oh, I oh, forgot to cast.
0: Do that I on. still need to? Do I need to?
4: Yes, I, I forgot to. I forgot to do it this morning.
0: It is all good. Twenty-five. So, in addition to you know. Partially because I'm sure she's walking through snow that's taller than her. She did not do so good on her fortitude save. The cold is definitely getting to her a little bit because she rolled an 11.
4: Ooh, <laughs> oh, I got no. a 30.
1: <laughs> okay, well, everybody is okay except, uh, except for Pippa. By the way, the DC for this was 21. Oh. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> gosh, bless it. Um, so, um, Abraxas, you notice that Pippa's fallen behind, not because she's not capable, it's because she's starting to get a little hypothermic.
4: Oh, the minute he sees that, he's, fa- he's familiar with that look is, and he's kicking himself, he's actually, well, you know, he, he doesn't leave footprints, he can walk on the snow without disturbing it. He loves the snow, so I think after, well, you know, the other day he came out of the wolfie closet, you know, he's in the... Environment that he loves. So I think he forgot and he was getting just really excited being back in a homish environment. And when he turns around, just to kind of smile and check in on everyone, he's like, oh dear, Huff uh, Puff, I completely forgot protective magics for you all. Uh, gather, gather around, gather around here. He rubs his, his hands together and holds both Pippa and... Manette's hand and you feel warmth coming through uh like if you were right by a campfire and now you're enveloped in endure elements i can uh, i prepared this one as a level two one dustin so it can do communal Ooh! so i'm gonna give Ooh. pippa 10 hours Manette 10 hours and i'll do four hours for myself since my plus against the cold is really high
1: you're all feeling a little better. Pippa is a little fatigued, not conditioned fatigue, just oh, okay. between the hypothermia and everything she's...
4: I'm really sorry, Pippa, that won't happen again. I'll I'll endeavor to be more observant. I got distracted by the snow.
0: That's all right, I feel much better. But you know, no, no need to expend energy until we absolutely need to, right?
4: All right, all right. He still looks like a little guilty.
0: She's just like patting him on the knee, like what she can reach. She's like reached up and it's just there there
1: Odessa you see this hand kind of come up through the snow and uh, is patting Braxis on his knee
0: <laughs> Odessa
3: just sighs and watch the whole exchange and walks over to Pippa Pippa can we just can we just swallow your pride for just a minute and why don't you crawl underneath my coat and I can give you a piggyback ride and you can be warm in there and not drowning in white icy bullshit
4: that sounds normal a little warmth will do you good health wise, there, Pippa.
0: Pippa just sighs and she's trying to just like, but your teeth are still chattering a little bit. Stop being stupid.
3: Hey,
4: Pippa, Pippa, the greatest wealth is health. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brexus has totally extra points in charisma now. He knows how to use them. Oh, and wisdom is his highest stats, so come on. Little little nuggets of wisdom.
0: Fake so deep, Pippa is That's just- what wisdom is. <laughs> Pippa is completely charmed by that, and she's like, "Oh, all right, I guess, I guess letting your friends help you every once in a while isn't isn't the worst thing.
2: Get by with a little help from my friends. Come mm-hmm. on,
0: mm-hmm. I get high a little help from my friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Please, <laughs> literally high. <laughs> literally a little high." <laughs> Cool, so yeah, Pippa Pippa accepts accepts the ride with right. as much grace as her outsized halfling pride <laughs> is capable
1: of. <laughs> so, so you guys continue down the walk a little bit. Uh, you know, an hour passes. And...
4: I think Abraxas is feeling a little energized, you know, pulling out a little nugget of wisdom for Pippa. Now he's a little bit more comfortable that they're protected from the elements. Abraxas is going to get out the uh, spear that man manhunting oh it is a spear of manhunting that manhunting spear that we got from the troll and is going to do you know when you're a kid and either you're sweeping and you spin it around like you know you're like a monk you're you know doing kung fu with got you. my bow staff <laughs> <laughs> your boast yeah do the bow staff moods abraxas is totally going to be spinning it around um but he's noticing some weight so he's going to slowly make his way towards manette say hey uh manette You. do you have a moment? Of course, yeah all right uh, you're you're pretty handy with a variety of human weapons uh, I, f- I feel the weight on this is this uh is this a little off to you
1: At, as uh Abraxas passes over the spear to Manette, Manette notices that the spear kind of just grows a little bit to fit her larger taller frame and it's like almost made to fit your size the weight feels fine to you as an experienced warrior i would say it's just more of it's just designed to be a spear and Abraxis maybe isn't somebody who's used a spear a lot
2: Interesting. And I do a couple spins just with one hand. Listen, I'm a martial artist in real life, and I have a bow staff.
4: Nice. <laughs> yeah, you yes. do. A
2: real life bow staff. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm imagining how I flip my bow staff with one hand. That's exactly what I'm doing with the spear. Just flipping it around with one hand, kind of, you know, doing my moves with it. And I'm like, wow, this is, a, this is quite an interesting spear and not something I've handled before. And I hand it back to him.
4: That looked amazing. You need to can, can you can you train me? Can you teach me to? I'm I'm so used to using my my scimitar. I've used spears in the past, but this weight's just a bit off. I want to be able to use it effectively in in battle. I'm not always going to be in in wolf form. Is great to trip and it does offer me a good amount of protection, but. I'm not used to casting in that form so uh yeah of course I would love nothing more I love to fight. <laughs> Abraxas is, like, super happy. If he, if he wasn't Wolf Horma, his, his tail would be totally wagging. But you could tell when you were spinning it, he did, like, a little anime eye, or Steven Universe eyes with the stars in them. Yeah. He was like, Aww. yeah. And he's picturing himself, like, spinning around like a total badass. Oh, you can do, you can learn that in a day, my friend. That's
2: just, it's all fluff, what I was just doing. Really, <laughs> when you're actually handling it, it's going to look a little bit different, but I guess teach you that in a single day
1: and i would say that the weight uh manette when you touch it the weight what you probably figure out is happening is abraxas just hasn't used a well designed spear it's probably been just cheap spears with cheap little heads on them this is actually something that's very well designed and very well made i'm just used to poking stuff with sticks
2: (laughs) (laughs) just a sharp stick (laughs) as one does (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, Abraxas, why don't you roll me a perception check there?
4: Ooh, all right. That's a 22, my friend.
1: You ooh, notice ooh. Odessa's fallen behind. She was keeping up with you guys pretty well, but it's been a couple hours. You see a strain on her face. She's carrying a lot of extra weight. Not a lot of extra weight, excuse me. That was very rude of me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pippa. Uh, excuse
0: Yikes. Me? Rude.
1: <laughs> well. She... I
0: weigh 27 pounds. Well, it's gym Thank plus. you very much. Gym. Yeah, Jim's <laughs>
3: also there.
1: <laughs> so she's carrying an extra 27 pounds. I think it's probably just over time, a little bit of a stamina thing. So, um, yeah, you notice that.
4: I think I'm going to mosey on over. And as I do that under my armor, I pull out a little charm that looks like a small pulley. And I'm going to clutch it in my hands, focus it. And what I'm doing is I'm casting Ant Hall on myself. So in essence, this triples my carrying capacity. And I'm going to mosey on over. Again, I'm right on the snow. Hey, Pippa, how about we scout out ahead and show these uh, caravanners how experts do it? And then I shift into wolf form and indicate <laughs> to jump on my back. Murr? Murr?
0: <laughs> Pippa laughs and she just says, I'd be lying if I said that I hadn't wanted to do this since the first time you changed into a wolf, for breakfast." <laughs> <laughs> So Pippa shimmies off of Odessa and then climbs up onto Abraxas' back. <laughs> you can just see the jealousy in Jim's <laughs> eyes.
4: That could have been me. <laughs>
1: I want fan art of this so badly right now.
4: Yes. Wolf Rider. And um, since I don't have any movement restrictions on like snow or ice, I'm just going to use my you know full movement to... Bob in between, you know, the little caravans scout out a little ahead. Definitely make a show that, you know, we're scouting using our keen, seasoned adventure perceptions.
1: And by scouting out, you mean frolicking. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> keen, Just a little seasoned bit. level three <laughs> adventuring. <laughs> All right. Oh, the good stuff.
1: (laughs) Seeing this brings out a small smirk at Anadia, probably something the first time you've seen since she learned about Thor. It wasn't like a laugh, but just a kind of a small curl of the lip. And you see them (laughs) laughing at it. At the same time, a little fearful because, uh, yeah, usually uh, humans that can turn into wolves are bad guys. So, you know, you notice that as well. They know you're a good guy. The sky looks clear to all of you and the, s- the sun is sh- reflecting the snow so that probably makes your vision a little more harder to see but Nadia is a trained hunter and when you guys look over to her she has raised her fist and everybody comes to a full stop
4: what's up there?
2: Uh, I mean you're in wolf form angel
3: <laughs> I know.
1: can I look I up? I think
3: that's his doggo voice oh that's his doggo voice in his own head what was
1: that she turns around and goes shh Braxis roll me a perception check 20 you don't see them at first but you hear them not just a little bit it's not one or two but hundreds you look into the direction of the sound and you see some black specks in the distance it's an unkindness of ravens nadia turns to her team and yells farbs your southern clothes will give you away we must hide quick The tarps will provide camouflage. Giant white tarps unfurl and get thrown over the sleds as well as all of you. She whispers to everybody. The ravens have keen eyesight and hearing and to be quiet. I need you all to roll me a stealth check.
4: Oh, no. Uh Oh,
1: Oh,
0: God. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Manette's going to do so good at that.
1: You all get a plus five circumstance bonus because of the tarps. Oh, great.
0: It's still beam. It's not terrible. 17.
4: 30. Stealth high five.
0: <laughs> Stealth five. Abraxas and Pip are the champions. Nah, man. We're clanky. Hank the clank. Clang over and bang here. back
3: here. Just Clang like... and
0: bang.
1: <laughs> I think that's an episode title. Clang and bang. That's our ship title, too. Nice. So. Oh, love <laughs> oh, it. Oh,
0: I love that. Heart. That's such a good idea. Clang <laughs> and bang.
1: You hear the ravens get closer and closer, and of course, you can't see them because you're hiding under the tarps, and you feel them land around you. They don't seem to notice you. You hear them climbing up the tarp, but they don't even really think about it. You hear the gunshot of Odessa's gun bang against Manette's armor.
0: <laughs> no! Clang and bang. Literal.
1: <laughs> and everything's quiet. You know, you hear the ravens cawing, but. But nothing seems to happen, and then all of a sudden at once, the ravens start shredding the tarps. Roll for initiative. Those oh,
0: damn I hate it, swarms.
1: <laughs> uh, Pippa, what did you get? 22. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Dessa? 26. Abraxas? 16. What'd you roll for initiative there, Jess? Uh, I got a
3: 16
1: total. The swarm technically got a surprise, but they used it to tear apart the tarps, and- <sighs> Odessa, you are up.
3: Odessa is going to take a uh, move back five feet, and in the process, she's going to yank her gun off her back and try really hard not to hit Manette in the process because they were pretty close. And then after, she is going to just hit the butt of her gun against her heel, and what you see happen is there's this cylinder towards the butt of her gun. And it'll spin, and she'll hit it again, and it'll click into place. And that is her scatter condition onto her gun. So then she's going to lift it up, shove an entangling shot in there, and she is going to shoot that raven.
1: Quote the raven nevermore, shoot away.
3: (laughs) Okay, that is a 17 to hit against touch.
1: That is a hit.
3: Dustin roll me a reflux
1: save. Let's see how they do. Ha, 26. Oh. Those are some I rolled agile... the natural 20. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, well, she
3: tried. It.
1: So, <laughs> I don't even know what the the crows see this weird thi- this weird metal shiny object being pulled out of it and it interests them and they fly up just as you're shooting and they just miss. The projectile goes right under them as as you do that. And it is now Pippa's turn to kill the ravens.
0: So Pippa draws one arm back. She's she's really getting into enjoying being able to fling magic around like this. So she's also started developing a lot of dramatic gestures that go with it. So she draws one arm back and makes a sweeping, very decisive motion toward the raven closest to her and launches a magic missile at them. That's two points of damage. Take it, bird.
1: You literally see two out of hundreds of ravens fall to the ground it is the raven's turn and there is one set of ravens that can't it really really wants to move to odessa but unfortunately it can't do that so it's stuck where it's at so only pippa abraxas and manette are going to take damage this round
0: hooray
1: let's see abraxas you take five points of damage uh pippa you take six points of damage and wow, I am rolling really well. Manette, you take six points of damage. I'm happy it took zero damage, Dustin.
4: How do you like them? How do you like them, Ravens? How do you like <laughs> that, DR?
1: <laughs> are you? Oh, yeah, you are in wolfy form, aren't you? Yep. Manette, it is your turn. There are hundreds and hundreds of birds poking at your eyes and your face and everywhere about you.
2: There's not much I can do in this situation, frankly. Headbutt them. but the swarm minette is going to frantically draw her scimitar and with fumbling shaking hands take a swipe at the closest cluster of ravens that she can get at 20
1: that's a hit roll me damage Ten. Okay, yeah, that, that's a pretty big chunk of... You, you. Basically, you're swinging around, and there's just so many of them at this point. It doesn't matter where you go, you're hitting them, and there's probably about a 30 or 40 that have just fallen to the ground all around you. Abraxas is going to have a really good meal when he's done. Uh, oh, yeah. Tasty. Take a couple on the road, a couple of roadies. <laughs> Speaking of tasty meals, Abraxas, you're up. Okay,
4: Abraxas is going to just jump into the fray. He's going to go in. You know how animals go in and the beach, you know, chasing at everything, snapping everything. That's that's me. I'm going to go full on, just jump into the swarm. He doesn't carry Snapping at anything that's coming close to him, growling, baring his teeth, hair bristling. That's going to be a 19. A 19 is a hit. And that's a total of
1: 10 damage. What kind of, it's? this is Uh, slashing, piercing, bludgeoning. So it it can be any of those. Okay. Well, you notice that as you're, you're, you know, like, twirling around and biting at things that it's not the pointy parts of your teeth that seem to get them. It's just catching them in your whole mouth and, like, just bludgeoning them with your mouth as you're running Mm -hmm. around. The big chew. uh, Seems to be doing a lot of damage. And what did you do again? Oh, damage 10. And, uh, they're, they're still hurt. They're still there, but they're flying around. They've definitely taken some damage.
4: I'm going to angle my head a little bit and crunch, hopefully giving Pippa and Odessa, they're the cl- ones closest to me, I kind of, maybe trying to give them a clue of what's really helping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Big old bite. So you see Nadia actually go back 15 feet, and she yells to you all, spread out, you fools! She takes out her composite longbow, and she aims it hey. How rude. Rude, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> giving us northerners a bad name. And she rolls a natural 20. Oh
4: my god. I, I take it all bad. <laughs> yeah, Justin's yeah,
0: just on fire
1: today. I don't like when my NPCs roll well, though. He always uh, rolls well with my, Nadia. And, and, <laughs> and she confirms with a 17. So uh, she actually gets a plus two versus animals. So she's going to do a lot of damage. She does 8 points of damage times 3 is 24 points of damage. She pulls back on her composite longbow and she just aims and I don't know what it is if they just, they're kind of, all the birds are kind of flowing back and forth and she just hits it just at the perfect time where a whole bunch of them are lined up and she just slices through a whole bunch of them. She shish kebabs them basically. Wow. And they all flow, they all fall to the ground with an arrow. However, there is still a few l- up, but they are uh, yeah, they're panicking a little bit. Adessa, it is your turn. Dibs dibs on the shish kebab I mean (laughs) Dibs
3: (laughs) 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 Okay so I am Going to step back Well 10 feet of movement And uh, she is going to Fire again With that entangling shot And see if maybe she can uh, She can do it Alright that is a 19 Against touch That hits So you need to roll me a uh,
1: reflex save, my oh, man. It was a six
3: pass? No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay.
1: So there's there's probably there's not many birds left, and they you can tell they're just getting ready to turn tail. On. They did not expect to take this much hurt this fast, and as they're starting to get ready to take off, they just get hit with an entangling shot, and all the remaining ones get captured and fall to the ground, and they're they're stumbling. Nice. Pippa, it's your turn. There is an entangled bunch Dicky of birds mess. sitting on the ground. Just
0: birds everywhere? Yeah. I mean, can can she just take her dagger and start cutting their heads off? <laughs> if they're on the ground and can't <laughs> move anyway? Funny, like. Brutal. <laughs> can she just coup de gras like, a cluster of ravens on the ground next to well, her? Well,
1: I'm going to get them a flat-footed, so go ahead and roll me an attack. Okay. They're still they're still wrangling around. They're just stuck to something. Yeah,
0: no, but she can just stab the shit out of them now. Yeah. <laughs> And that's all she's got, my man. <laughs> Since I'm not actually shooting them, I don't get my range bonus. So that would be an 18. That hits. Awesome. Three.
1: <laughs> that's all you needed. That you just sit there and you just stab Start through slicing. the remaining light. <laughs> 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 c-cack, c-cack. <laughs> You're like, we're going to have Raven for dinner tonight. <laughs> just like shanking him. She just like, die. You have murdered this unkindness of ravens. You have done such an unkind thing there, Pippa. Well, you know,
0: they attacked me first. <laughs> they did. That's true.
4: You just went like bird brutal killer. on them. Yeah. <laughs> There's this tragic bird background even. story that we don't know yeah. about Pippa.
0: <laughs> she doesn't like stuff messing with her hair. That's probably pretty much the whole oh, story. Yeah, that's
3: valid, actually. It seems right for her.
1: Nadia um goes up to the, the with the arrow to grab the arrow of all the ravens she shot and she she flings them off and takes the arrow and puts it back in her bag
4: Ah, even the shish kebab one that's a good, portable way to carry them and snack
3: Adessa's <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally gonna turn to Abraxas and be like snack I mean you can
4: you can mm. toss
2: some of them in the bag of holding we'll keep this
3: them. one it makes actually makes sense all right, Brax is going to
4: package up a couple of these to go.
3: <gasps> Would you like a doggy bag?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <gasps> oh, God, definitely needs a little salt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Did you
3: take the feathers off by any chance, or are we just... No? No? No,
1: no. It's no? that All fiber. Right. As Nadia walks back to you, you can see her flip the bow around in her hand and put it on her back. She is definitely a badass woman.
4: Now, Nadia, where are the where did these things come from? Is this is this common? You seem ready for them.
1: They are products of the witches. They are very scouts uh, or wicked beasts.
2: Hmm. Mm. Well, they may have a psychic connection with their owner. This could be a problem.
1: I don't think they do. I think I think they have to go back to let them ah. know. So. I think we are okay.
3: But just eyeballs of Braxis and it's like, well, if they do, it's going to be really awkward as he, like,
4: <laughs> those birds
3: pass through his small intestine. <laughs> really
4: let, them, let them take
1: a look.
2: Oh, I don't think it works <laughs> anymore when they're dead, but oh, that well, would be you hilarious.
3: <laughs> you didn't clarify.
1: <laughs> uh, Nadia signals to her uh, crew who went off to the side with the dog sleds to be protected and they come back and you guys get all... Ready to go. Abraxas, why do you roll me a fortitude save? 34. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on, man. Oh
2: my God.
4: I have a lot of stuff for the cold. Sorry. I'm, r- I, I, I rolled really well.
1: You're lucky out too, because that was a DC 30, by the way. Oh uh, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nadia gets everybody together and everybody gets organized and you get going again with uh, Pippa riding on Abraxas's back. Um, After, you know, spending most of the day traveling, I think you guys stop a few times to warm up, I'm saying by a fire, because even Nadia's men get cold. They need to warm up, so they'll they'll light a small fire, warm up, and then they'll keep going to try to keep that fortitude saved down, basically. So you finally emerge from the Horrorwood Forest, and for the most part, you're relatively unscathed. Uh, In the distance, you see the town you saw the lights of when you first arrived in Erisyn. Nadia sighs and begins to move forward again, and after a few steps, stops and turns towards you. Please follow my lead in town. We will get you to my cabin and settled. The townsfolk are very suspicious of outsiders. So she, she guides you guys into the town. When you arrive, you see a small gathering of folks who are awaiting Nadia's return. Nadia greets those residents concerned for her safety. All of you see many villagers whispering concern. Some are pointing at Manette's colorful garb and distinct look. Others are looking at Abraxas. They have a scared look in their eyes and are grabbing their children and hiding them behind them. You see another group of excited and intrigued people. You know, you get the impression that they're maybe hoping that you newcomers brought wares from the south to trade, not yet realizing you are not merchants. Nadia does her best to lead you all past the crowd of people. When she finally does, she quickly escorts you to a stout, unassuming cabin on the edge of town.
3: Before we make it to the cabin, I would like to roll to see if I know anyone.
1: Oh. <laughs> roll me a percentage die.
3: Yeah, that is
0: one hundred.
3: <laughs> Are you oh serious? My oh shit!
0: Really? Whoo! My face is turning red. I'm a really little sweaty. <laughs> All right, Dustin, who does she know? Jesus. <laughs> the blacksmith's daughter. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's My next role is, are you guys ready?
3: My next role is a role for babes. Yeah. Roll for babes. Roll for babes.
1: A man approaches you and you instantly recognize him as Amir Palavar. He is the town's blacksmith and happens to be a friend of your father's. You remember as a young kid... Uh, him coming to visit once or twice over your childhood to go visit your father. He is shocked to see you, and he runs up and gives you a big hug. What are you doing here?
3: It's a really long story. We can sit down and talk about it sometime, but it's it's not a five-minute story for sure.
1: He's like, yes, yes, you must come and visit me. Why don't you come by tomorrow sometime and we can talk?
3: That would be wonderful. I have a lot to tell you and you wouldn't mind me maybe using some of your supplies. That would be really great.
1: Yes. Yes, of course. Your father is, is a, is a good and trusted friend. I'm so sorry to hear what happened to him. Yes. You're more than welcome to come over tomorrow. And he bows and, and runs off um, because Nadia is kind of pulling you guys and going, okay, okay, guys, we need to get, get to the house. <laughs> so you did meet somebody.
0: Pippa is flabbergasted.
1: You really do know everyone.
0: Know someone from Erison? How the fuck? <laughs> I, I know a lot of
3: people, guys. I know a lot of people.
0: And you never thought to mention it
3: I mean, I'm mentioning it now I kind of just know everybody
1: Nadia goes, mm-hmm. um, come on guys We need uh, to yes, keep of course going Nadia. Oh, fine, Where? okay Where? Nadia,
3: Jesus Christ
1: We're right behind
3: you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that isn't a god here Uh, uh Good Kepri
1: <laughs> I Sorry, Manette, I
3: don't mean to take your Lord's name in vain
1: <laughs> nah, it's cool. <laughs> when you arrive at in Nadia's home, you see two twin boys rush out and hug her. Nadia hugs them tight as if they were her world. Have you boys been good for Kashka while I've been gone? Right? They step back and in sync look at each other and smile mischievously and then nod their heads back at Nadia. In unison, they say, We've been good, mother. As soon as they say that, an old woman comes out. She looks sweet and unassuming. They have been a delight, Nadia. Wish all kids were as well mannered as your boys. These are my two boys, Orm and Moli. And this is my friend, Kaska, who looks over them while I'm away. Nadia goes over to the stove and opens the lid on the pot. Abraxas, your nose is instantly filled with the smell of venison stew.
4: Oh my gosh, yes,
1: drool. Nadia then shows you to a room, and once you've all settled, before I join you all, I must deliver the food shipment to the storeroom and going to escort Kaska home. Then we shall eat. Odessa, you you notice that the fire is getting a little low and there's no firewood stacked up. Kashka is good at watching two little boys, but she probably didn't have the strength in the world to keep the firewood up.
3: She's going to mentally take it upon herself to do that. And she doesn't want to necessarily take Jim outside with her because he's small. Also, I think she instinctively just kind of wants to let him play with the little boys because he's a teddy bear, like he likes children. And so she takes him off her shoulder and... I see you. Here, go ahead. And so he, like, wanders over to little boys and... I am assume play. Because I don't know how how old
1: were they? They're like ten.
3: Oh yeah, perfect. He, like, meanders over to go play with them. And Odessa's gonna turn to Minette. Hey, would you mind going with me to get some firewood?
2: Oh, absolutely. Good idea.
3: Let's, uh, go find some firewood. And... When they get outside, Odessa's gonna turn to Minette, and she looks, like, physically, visibly uncomfortable, and she's fidgeting, and as she's, like, walking forward towards the firewood, and then just turns around and, Minette, I think maybe we should talk, um, and I'm- (laughs) It's stupid, because it's probably not even something you remember, and I'm probably blowing it so much out of proportion, but I just kind of wanted to clear the air, because it's in my brain. So, would you happen to remember, it must have been, I don't know, maybe three or four days ago, and we were in a bar, and then you kissed me, and then we just haven't talked about it at all, and I'm sure... You probably have totally forgotten, but I just kind of wanted to make sure that you're on the same page of just kind of letting it go.
2: Minette wallows because I think she's also feeling awkward for <laughs> probably one of the first times in her life. She's not really looking at you. She kind of looks at the ground and she's... I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I... Um, I'm sorry that I... I shouldn't have... Without, I I didn't ask. It wasn't with your permission. I've been feeling pretty guilty, actually.
3: Well, that's not what I expected for you to say. Why, uh... Why guilty?
2: I, I mean, it's one thing to flirt and seem receptive, and it's another to actually be receptive. I didn't... Like I said, I didn't ask you. I just acted impulsively and... I I don't know.
3: So she's just kind of tugging on her braid and looks down and is definitely not making eye contact. So I guess I just, you shouldn't feel guilty. It's fine. I'm not upset about that. You're just like a really good person. You have a really kind heart and you're clearly in touch with your feelings. I am absolutely none of those things. I don't want to put you in a situation where we have to feel awkward because I have no ability to do those things. Does that make sense?
2: Uh, sort of. What do you... You don't have the ability to get in touch with your feelings? Is that what you're saying?
3: No, well, I mean, there's probably some truth to that. But I guess just looking at history of my life, I am not good at any kind of relationship, friend or otherwise, and I don't want to pull you into a situation where we have to be traveling together and it being awkward because I mess everything up.
2: And it's it's perfectly fair for you to want things to run smoothly in our group, especially with the task at hand, it's, I guess, you know, it's not the right time, place, <laughs> or occasion. I don't want you to feel that way about yourself. I don't want you to believe that you're incapable or that you're not capable of changing if that's true now.
3: You're not the first person to say that. I was in a relationship with someone who had a very similar ideology about me getting better or improving myself or not being a mess and she was great and she was lovely and she took very good care of me but that did not stop me cheated on her she found out she got really upset my coping mechanism was to shut her down and leave and then i met pippa and now here i am so i mean it's a good example of my inability to people well
2: minette is looking at odessa very seriously now and is looking her in the eye in spite of the seriousness of this conversation she kind of smirks (laughs) odessa i've hurt someone who loved me too i took everything from him in fact does that make me incapable in your eyes of becoming different
3: is kind of doing that thing you do where you're uncomfortable and you're like moving your weight from one foot to another and you're like, I kind of want to walk away, but this conversation is forcing <laughs> you to stay here because walking away right now would be really rude. But God, I'm so uncomfortable and is just going to try to look up at her and like meet her eyes. I mean, no, but you've shown and proven by almost getting yourself killed. I don't know, like three times now. That you clearly care about people in a very obvious feelings way. And I think that is redeeming, in my opinion.
2: What exactly makes you different from me? Why do you consider yourself irredeemable? You've, you've done many heroic acts yourself, and it seems like you are saying, I've done all these things, I'm so amazing, but you can't say that about yourself. Listen, I'm I'm perfectly happy to do as you've asked, to take a step back. God knows we both have a lot going on right now, but I hope that you'll think about what I've said, and when we find the space and the time, we can talk again. I'll be frank, I've gone... 16 years believing myself incapable of love, especially any strong form of love. For obvious reasons, there's no way I would know what I'm feeling for you now. We we barely just met. (laughs) I want you to at least value yourself and to know that you're as deserving of love and happiness as anyone else. If you can start to feel that way and things stop being so crazy and there's something still between us at that time, I... Hope you'll give us a chance.
3: Odessa, I think, is just going to get this really stubborn, irritated look on her face and just, <sighs> Manette, I just, ugh. And she's going to turn around and grab wood and just like,
2: Minette is, uh, is going to let that slide. She's not going to try and press you, Odessa more. as she was saying it. She could feel that that was going to be a conversation ender, um, but she had to say it. She felt like it was the right thing to say. And so she slings uh, a considerable pile of wood into her arms (laughs) her big strong arms and (laughs) and lugs it inside behind her feeling a lot calmer actually than i think she expected to feel at the beginning of the conversation
4: (laughs) novella i was in full novella mode
1: After a while, Nadia returns with an armload full of clothes. I've brought clothes so that you may blend in with us. She hands each of you essentially the equivalent of a traveler's, local traveler's outfit so that you can wear an iris and to appeal and more like the locals of Wadsby and blend in. Well, she looks over to Matt, eyeing up and down her tall frame, that at least most of you will blend in. Uh, also, also for bringing Dora to me, I offer you this. It's the least I can do. She hands over a pair of snowshoes, and they're called the Snowshoes of Northern
4: Pursuit. Oh, they've got a name. That that means they got to do something cool. Mm Day magic.
1: (laughs) But these masterwork snowshoes provide greater stability and weight distribution in the snow. The snowshoes completely negate the effects of normal snow on movement and reduce the movement penalties in heavy snow by half. It only costs two squares of movement to enter a square covered by heavy snow instead of four squares. In addition, the wearer can increase her land speed movement in snowy terrain by 10 feet for up to 10 rounds per day. They are considered an enhancement bonus, and the duration need not be spent in consecutive rounds. Finally, as a standard action once per day, the snowshoes can generate a ripple effect that removes all traces of tracks left in the snow in a 60-foot radius. Whoa!
2: What? Wow. Shit, damn. That
0: is so That is, is awesome. I was yeah, going to ask. Yeah, we should give those to Minette. <laughs> just because you guys are ranged. Yeah. Well, now, now Minette can carry Pippa everywhere mm-hmm. with no movements. Portion. Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's the other thing is that everybody has snowshoes now. Yay. So she, she means, she means,
0: oh, yay. Okay. Even
1: halfling sized snowshoes. <gasps> she just brings.
0: How do they have halfling sized snowshoes? They're, They're have child size. <laughs> <laughs> They're child oh, size. Oh, <laughs> nice. Pippa <very> refuses <laughs> to acknowledge that.
1: So after that, Abraxas, you get really excited as you see her opening up the stew and she begins pouring (gasps) bowls for everybody and you all sit around the table.
0: I think Pippa is sitting at the like as far away from the children as she possibly can. Human children freak her out (laughs) because they are her size.
1: (laughs) I imagine Pippa always just has like a wand of enlarged person at some point. So whenever she's around children, she casts enlarged person in herself.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Pippa staunchly refuses to acknowledge that she is short. They are oh. tall. Everyone else is just tall. Everyone else is really freakishly tall. We're the freaks. That's it. You're the freaks. Solved it. So Pippa would never change her size. She doesn't want to be a human adult size. That's outlandish. So
1: instead she has a wand of reduced person. So she shrinks everyone to her size.
0: There we go. Oh, that actually, I think we that would up. be much that would be much more fun. So, for what her.
1: you're saying, if she was a witch queen, she would make it where everybody was smaller, not frozen wastelands.
0: Oh, absolutely! Nice. Like she would make a land where everybody was. It would be Munchkin land. It would be Munchkin land, and she would be very happy. <laughs> but anyway, but like like kids, often also human children, don't really know what to do with her either, especially if they're not really familiar with halflings, because they think that like she might be. A child too, and so she just makes a point of just avoiding them completely. So she's using her finest manners at the opposite end of the table.
1: Is she sitting in the high chair? God.
0: Fuck you,
3: <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. She's a lady. She has some fucking books. She's Dustin. a lady. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> sitting on some books. Tell us about the. Is there a ruling witch nearby who who controls this area? Who's in charge?
1: Outside the town is the pale tower, and in the tower there is this witch named Radosek. He is a cruel witch in this area, and he constantly comes and torments us and takes our supplies. He took my daughter. In exchange, we were supposed to bring him food, and I was going to get her back. <laughs> and she starts to cry a little bit, and she's like, excuse me, and she gets up and goes off into another room. And closes the door, um, and you kinda hear some sniffing. She's actually been doing a really good job keeping composed this entire time, and I think now that she's like finally home and realizing her daughter, and then like the fact she has to tell her sons, she needs some time to herself. Pippa, could
4: we give her one of the gems? She's risking a lot housing us.
0: That's a fine idea. Abraxas.
4: I know we have we have plenty to spare, but I trust I trust your judgment and how much would assist.
0: No, we would be very ungrateful guests indeed, especially in such a dangerous area to not, you know, offer some kind of compensation.
1: It's funny as you say that, you actually see some of the gems kind of floating off to the side and being put into a cabinet and then the door closing. A little while later, you see your guy, and I, I think you're kind of a little shocked, like, "What the hell's going on?" And at the same time, you see the keys from the for Baba Yaga's hut. They go flying, floating along. A drawer gets pulled out, and they go into the drawer, and the drawer closes. Where? <laughs> and I think you guys go to look in the room to see what happens, and you see all of your bags are completely emptied, and everything has been put away.
2: Oh God, I got. <laughs> oh,
1: I thought somebody was stealing thought- our shit, and I was like, yeah. "What the hell?" What? So it's I- like a magic. The room is actually cleaner than when you guys last left it. You guys were looking in the mirror and, like, accidentally smudged the mirror, and the smudge is gone, and, like, everything's almost sparkly clean.
4: How do I purchase this cabin? S- S- is this a spirit? I start sniffing around the room, and I i mean, like, going on all fours, not turning to wolf, but, like, as a man, all fours, sniffing around, like, licking surfaces. You you smell a fae in this room. Ooh. Oh, fae. And it it doesn't really come out. He's really sick and tired of him. Does he have Fae, a location? S-
1: <laughs> There's something in the closet.
4: Oh, I'm the approach. I smell fay. Is it similar to the ones that we've fought before?
1: It smells like yeah. It smells like the fay that you fought before. Yeah. Get out.
0: If it's a fay, it's just a very, it's a very friendly one, but a helpful one. Is it coming from that closet? Could, could,
4: Manette, could you see if it has ill intent?
2: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think I have to see it or know its location, right? Is there I'll something like that? Sniff it out, then. I can it sniff out invisible things. It has to be on a specific things. thing. Yeah. I, I, Abraxas, could you locate it for me? I, I had.
4: Happily.
1: Uh, I'm a, I'm a zero in. You watch it. it he's behind the do- the door of that closet, and it's a small closet. So you know when you open it up, there's a good chance it's gonna be there.
2: I immediately detect evil.
1: You do not detect evil.
2: Yay. Oh, good. Ooh! <laughs> Minette I is still not convinced, though, that this is...
4: <laughs> I switch to Sylvan, a creature of... Uh, we mean no harm to you, no harm to this household, so uh, we will not bring harm to the lady of this house, nor its inhabitants, and we just ask that you refrain from taking anything
1: that's not your horse. <laughs> a little while later, the like a couple seconds, the door opens and you see this bluish, impish-looking fae with wings. You see a little black feather out of the side of his mouth like he might have ate one of your ravens.
4: <gasps> no! <laughs> uh, that's okay. Brax is gonna
1: compose himself, just gonna keep it together. I was so angry when you were here, but you brought Thora back. And I... Uh, I just wanted to help, so I, I put this stuff away.
4: Oh, oh. Uh, oh, my... Goodness. Well, now I feel uh, I feel sheepish. Uh, well, uh, thank you, yes, we... Uh, again, we we mean no harm to the inhabitants, and we will bring Thora's killer to
1: justice. You're going to kill Rattlesick?
4: Yes. When I switch languages, I'll actually switch to... I'll sign at the same time. That way I could keep... Speaking the language I'm speaking.
1: There's like a fear and and like anger in his eyes at the same time. Like he's fighting two sides of him. I hate that tower. I hate it. Everything about it.
4: What? What can you tell us about this tower and its
1: inhabitants?
4: Roll me a diplomacy check. Oh gosh, I will do my best. Come on, diplomacy. (laughs) Well, ten,
1: or I guess twelve with the assist.
0: Yeah, because I I definitely, I definitely passed my diplomacy.
1: Um, What did you get for your diplomacy there? So, Pippa,
0: nineteen.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that it's the other way around. I think at Braxis, you start to go and then Pippa goes and you (laughs) give her the assist. Um, So you got a twenty-one. Does he speak Common? He does speak Common. He's just like, he begins to kind of tell you a story. And basically, he used to serve at the Pale Tower. He's like, I was, I, I belonged to Redosick. Every time I messed up, he would, he would hurt me, and he would beat me and one time was just one time too many and 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 he just threw me out in the snow i was going to die but nadia found me and brought me here and and i love those children so much but thora thora and i became good friends and it's my fault she's gone he he begins to mumble a little bit i used to tell her jokes and make jokes about the witches and one day when they were visiting, she, she, she made one of those jokes to them and they took her. They took her. It's all my fault. No, no, you're not responsible for the cruelty of those creatures. It's, it's so dangerous there. I, I wish I could help, but I can't. But you must stop them. You must stop them and murder him. The Fantastic Worlds Podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. I would like to thank Amy Hankinson for writing our wonderful theme song, (laughs) Sirenscape for use of sound effects and music, Paizo for the wonderful Reign of Winter Adventure Path, and all you listeners. Until next week, I am Dustin Alexander. You can reach me on Twitter at Dustin Alexander.
0: I'm Abby, and you can find me on Twitter at Bonanza Famine.
4: This is Angel. My Twitter handle is Espinoza916.
3: This is Kay, and you can reach me on Twitter at She's Lady Macbeth.
2: This is Jess. You can reach me on Twitter at Hank the Clank.
1: Please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow us and share on social media. If you do share, use the hashtag Worldstraveler so we can thank you for your spreading the word. Your support makes a huge difference. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures.
3: Finally there. I drank one drink and then I refilled it and now I'm on second drink. Feeling better? I'm feeling a lot better. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Magical. It's that it's that
3: vegan Baileys that is just what's it called? So good. It's just Baileys. They make an almond milk Baileys. Nice. They have the original and they have strawberry and cream. Oh wow. They're I would both
4: drink s- the shit out of that. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, man.
3: It's so good. I mix it in good. with like a little bit of like normal almond milk. Oh, my
4: know. God. Or I put
3: it in, like, coffee. Girl. Mm. 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 Fucking good, good. As Angel, shit. what were you going to say? Mm.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm playing uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. I use <gasps> Flare all that? the time as a zero-level spell. Aw. <laughs> because uh. my characters are... I think I'm at fourth level now. Yeah. Oh, I finally... Yeah, I was... I remember because when I got fourth level, it's like, hey, I'm a higher level than my actual character in Pathfinder is. Oh, God. <laughs> Flare oh God. is still a very viable spell for that negative bonus to the enemies. They get beefy. <laughs> they do, lo-
0: but like, do they still have to, like, all they have to pass is a DC 13, right? Uh, is that well, true in Kingmaker too?
4: Well, they don't have the same restriction like Dustin's. So I was able to get my Wisdom to 18. At first level, <laughs> oh. so the decimals <laughs> are
2: higher. Oh. Yeah. You can really juice your boy.